Hey there, you are listening to Leadership by the Minute with me, your host, Josh Pennington. I am podcasting from the great state of Ohio and my hometown, the metropolis of Newark. I know there's a vast sea of podcast content out there. Thank you for giving me a few minutes of your attention. It's one of the greatest gifts that we can give to one another in this day and age is our time and our attention. I hope you enjoy today's episode of Leadership by the Minute, learning to lead well in your home, your church, your community, and your business. I have five people that I would call mentors. You might be saying, wow, that's a lot. Why do you have five? And I jokingly say because I'm high maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I think the real answer is I haven't been able to find just one person that kind of hits all of the areas yeah. that I'm interested in yeah. growing and developing in. Yeah. And I've just not tried to expect more out of one person than is reasonable, mm-hmm. right? Like this person, your mentor doesn't have to be your all in all. Mm-hmm. They're not meant to be a substitute for Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? So I have five, Pat Butcher, Jerry Weintrell, John Nuzzo, John Del Turco, and Paul Scanlon. Pat Butcher has been in my life the longest. He is with me probably the most, he and I are probably the closest in terms of relationally. He's the person who calls and says, hey, Joshua, what's going on? Something's wrong. I've been praying for you. He checks up on He He's the person that, like, knows. Yeah. Pastor Jerry, extremely, extremely sharp when it comes to structure, governance, business, angle of what it's required in my assignment. Hmm. It's had a lot of value to mm-hmm. me in our church mm-hmm. by default through me in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pastor John Nuzo has been the one who is strategic. He taps into that strategic thinking side of me. Who reports to whom? Mm-hmm. Who's responsible for what assignments? Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Yeah, Pastor Jonathan really supplies to me something quite unique, which I think is the most pastoral of all of them in terms of shepherding, guidance, care of Mm -hmm. me and Ange, Mm -hmm. he and his wife, Verna. They just supply that in a way that's just, it's just, it's just unusual, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Not that the others don't, Mm -hmm. his is different for me. Right. And that's okay. And I, They may listen to this, and I trust that all of them will be honored in, in what I've just said. Mm-hmm. Different people, different gifts, right? right? And then Paul, Paul is the person who is, is the one that unlocks my mindset. <laughs> His thinking elevates yeah. my thinking. Yeah. You know, you're like, you just come up, I just come up to another level of thinking based on angle. I don't know if it's the British side of his mind, like that cultural upbringing, or he has a way of saying, quit being dumb in an eloquent English accent with different words. And you're like, yeah, I have been being dumb. Why am I doing that? But he says it so much better. And, 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 yeah. and, and, and so... And he unlocks a part of my thinking that gets me moving again. Yeah. Whenever I'm stuck in my thinking and in my mindset and in my vision, that's where I go. Yeah. That's where I go. 
Yeah, it's good. So I would just encourage the listener if you're looking for if you're looking for um, a mentor, you got to know what you need, what you're deficient in. You got to be you got to be comfortable not being ready. Life coming at you before you anticipate it. I say that because opportunities will present themselves and you don't always have time to get ready. That's the way it is with mentors. You got to be ready to jump before you're ready in that relationship. That person's ahead of you. Yeah. There's a big gap. Yeah. They're a mentor. I had to get through a bunch of junk in my mind to even think that I could get a seat at the table with any of these individuals. Mm. God says, them that honor me, I will honor. Yeah. And mentorship is an expression of God's honor on your life, his favor on your life. Yeah. Man, I welcome it. I'm looking forward to whom else he will use mm-hmm. in the coming months and years. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a lot of leaders that don't have that in their life? 100% I know they are. I know there are. I, I know that there are people who do not want the voice of a mentor in their life. There are others who want it but haven't figured out why the caliber of mentor isn't there yet. Mm. There are others who are so deep in the weeds of what they're doing, they don't even know it's a necessity. There are some people, they just can't get out of their own way. The quickest way to excuse yourself from a seat at the mentorship table Mm -hmm. is to be a Mm know-it-all. Nobody wants to be in a room with the know-it-all. Yeah. A mentor, someone who has the life experience beyond yours, definitely doesn't want to be at the table with you mm-hmm. if that's your attitude. Mm-hmm. That when you sit down, all you do is talk about you and what you know and what you've done and what you think you can do for others and what you've accomplished and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There have been individuals that have come across my path that I think I, I think I could have helped. I don't mean that in an arrogant way. Just I think I could have helped them. Yeah. They just they knew. Yeah. They already knew. I don't. Well, cool then. I can do whatever else I want to do with my time. I can do something else. Right. With my time. Well, Josh, what would you do with your time? I don't know. I'd rather sit in a room and stare at the floor. Than be in a room with someone who knows everything already. I don't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm being really honest. Like, that's like, who wants to do that? Yeah. Um, That's harsh. That's on the person who's maybe, you know, maybe needs a little bit of firm nudge. Well. Go ahead. Well, I think what what I'm getting at is, you know, if you're stuck, fix it. Man. Like, there's a way to get through it. You know what I mean? Don't stay stuck. Being stuck is the worst feeling in the world to me. Like, it's like way up there. Feeling as though there's a problem that cannot be overcome, that I know can be overcome. And you're leading people on top of that. Correct. Your decisions impact other people. Yes. Wow. That can be We're stuck and I led us here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's terribly painful. What's the price of getting unstuck? If it was all about money, mm-hmm. it, 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 it'd be worth... As much as I could come up with to get unstuck in some things, mm-hmm. you know. And as a side note, you know, for the person in business or in your spiritual life or wherever, don't think that everything to get you unstuck is not going to come at a cost, or that will. Don't think it'll come free. 
it's either going to be the cost of a change in habits and mindsets, which is which is a cost in and of itself. It might be the actual spending of money to avail yourself to that information. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've been stuck and I have I have invested money well to get unstuck mm-hmm. and I'll do it in the future. I definitely will. Yeah. Sometimes it's a trip. You go here to get that or you read that book or, you know, fill fill in the blanks. But mm-hmm. there's a cost. Make no mistake. And it's worth every penny, in my opinion. If it's if it's actual money, yeah. whatever the cost is, you pay it, and as a result of you paying that price, you are no longer stuck. That's a great return. Yeah, that's a great value for your investment. A million thanks for listening to today's episode of Leadership by the Minute. If this episode added value to you, do me two favors: subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast with a friend. Your support means the world to me. So until next time, keep leading well.